0: When they came down from the mountain, the disciples stood with Jesus on a large level area, surrounded by many of his followers and by the crowds. There were people from all over Judea and from Jerusalem and from as far north as the seacoasts of Tyre and Sidon. They had come to hear Jesus and to be healed of their diseases. And those troubled by evil spirits were healed. Everyone tried to touch Jesus because healing power went out from him, and he healed everyone. Then Jesus turned to his disciples and said, God blesses you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. God blesses you who are hungry now, for you will be satisfied. God blesses you who weep now, for in due time you will laugh. What blessings await you when people hate you and exclude you and mock you and curse you as evil because you follow the Son of Man? When that happens, be happy. Yes, leap for joy. For a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, their ancestors treated the ancient prophets that same way. What sorrows await you who are rich. For you have your only happiness now. What sorrow awaits you who are fat and prosperous now, for a time of awful hunger awaits you? What sorrow awaits you who laugh now, for your laughing will turn to mourning and sorrow? What sorrow awaits you who are praised by the crowds, for their ancestors also praised false prophets? Here ends the reading. You may be seated. Well, grace to you and peace from God, our Creator, Jesus, our Savior, and the Holy Spirit, who inspires us all. Amen. If you are of a certain age, you may remember a television show, Who Do You Trust? It was on from 1957 to 1963, and it was a game show that was hosted, actually, by Johnny Carson before he headed over to do The Tonight Show. The gist of the show was that contestants were uh, married couples who functioned as a team, and the goal was to answer questions for money. Johnny would tell them the broad category that each question would come from, like first names of famous people, or events in history, or state capitals, or some such. Then the person who was it in the couple would decide if they trusted themselves or their spouse more to know the answer to the question from that category. Hence the name of the show, Who Do You Trust? Interesting show. Perhaps the biggest splash that the show made, however, was that the name of it enraged English teachers everywhere who protested loudly that the name should be Whom Do You Trust? We all have our hill we're willing to die on, right? Well, I chuckled when I read that on the show, each couple had three questions they could answer, each worth $25. So they had the potential to walk out of there with 75 bucks. Who do you trust? Or whom do you trust? They're both good questions. And it's the question that the prophet Jeremiah is asking today in our first lesson. Jeremiah is speaking the word of the Lord when he says, "'Cursed are those who trust in mere mortals and make mere flesh their strength, whose hearts turn away from the Lord. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord.'" Who do you trust That's what Jeremiah was asking about 600 years before Christ to the people living in Judah, which included the city of Jerusalem. The Babylonians were breathing down their necks, ready to invade their homeland. And Jeremiah and God watched brokenheartedly as the people continually turned their backs on God and put their trust in mere mortals. Well, eventually Babylon attacked, destroyed Jerusalem, and took God's people into exile. They had trusted in the wrong thing. Who do you trust? Well, perhaps Jeremiah's question is a good one for us to consider as well. Who do you trust? Not just for life's $25 questions, but for the really big questions. Who do you trust with questions about life's meaning and about life's purpose? Who do you trust with questions about justice and the inequalities that are present in our world? Who do you trust with questions about salvation and about eternity? Are we trusting in mere mortals? For answers to the big questions, are we going to trust God? Who do you trust? I love that Jeremiah uses the image of a tree when talking about where we place our trust when he says, Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water. Sending out its roots by the stream, it shall not fear when heat comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. Maybe another way to ask the question, who do you trust, is where have you put down your roots? How are you gaining your nourishment Are you thriving and bearing fruit even when the heat of life gets turned up and the dry times of drought come? What practices are you following each day to be rooted in God? Well, after the Bengals won the AFC championship, I heard part of an interview with Joe Burrow. He was asked what he thought helped the Bengals win the game, and he said something like, this is why we work so hard every day, day in and day out, so that we're ready for big moments in big games. In other words, Joe Burrow puts his roots down in the discipline of showing up and doing the work. He and Jamar Chase faithfully practice their plays over and over and over again so when time is running out and they need a big play, they are ready. They've practiced the plays so many times that when the heat gets turned up, they are still able to bear fruit. Well, I wonder if those same principles work for growing our trust in God. As we Anchor our roots in God by faithfully practicing the disciplines of discipleship. Last week, Pastor Alex reminded us that discipleship is not a spectator sport. We are all called into the game of growing God's kingdom. If you did not hear that sermon, I would suggest you go back to our YouTube page and watch it. You will be inspired. The best hope we have to help grow God's kingdom is to practice faithful living day in and day out, putting our roots down in God's promises, trusting in God, growing with God, and being sustained and nurtured by God. We put our roots down in God's living water when we gather here week in and week out for worship. We need you to show up. Because this is where we are anchored in God's word and sustained with God's promises. This is where we are nourished at God's table. This is where we are reminded that we have, you have been planted in the waters of baptism. We are strengthened through our worship so that we can thrive and continue to bear fruit out there, even when the heat gets turned up and the drought comes. We put our roots down in God's living water when we practice the discipline of generosity. When we share what we have, we anchor ourselves in the one who provides all that we have. Today we have a small way that we can bear fruit from God's generosity. as we give to the Super Bowl of Caring because our generosity strengthens our trust in God's provision for us. We put our roots down in God's living water when we practice the discipline of growing our faith with other Christians, with your church family. Doing something like joining a small group for Lent gives us opportunity to grow our trust in God by learning from others who are also rooted in Christ. Who do you trust? Where are you putting down your roots? What is sustaining you? If you're looking to anchor yourself in God, well, Good Shepherd is an excellent place to do that. This church has continued to thrive over many years, even when the heat of the world gets turned up, even when droughts and challenges come. The people and mission of Good Shepherd have had their roots faithfully anchored in God for generations. This week I sent out a letter and an email announcing my retirement. My last day here will be May 10th of this year. We'll have a chance to talk more about that in the next few months. All I want to say today is this. Transitions are hard. And it may feel like as a church family we're entering into a time of heat and drought. But this church this church is anchored in God's living water. Your ministry here is so much bigger than what any one pastor or any one staff member is doing. God's mission for Good Shepherd is being accomplished by you because you show up week in and week out faithfully putting your roots down in God. The people of Good Shepherd have been practicing the disciplines of discipleship to be ready for moments like this. To trust God, to follow where God is leading, and most importantly, to continue to bear fruit. Who do you trust? It's more than just a $25 question. It's a question that brings our faith in God to abundant life. As we show up, as we faithfully practice the disciplines of discipleship, as we care for one another, as we remember that we are fed in the living waters of baptism, then we too will be like the tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when heat comes and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. May it be so. Amen.